0: Way to save the season! The throw, fire! What's up everybody. Welcome to a special holiday edition of the walkthrough. I uh, hope everybody enjoyed their holiday season or is enjoying their holiday season. I uh, hope you're all spending lots of time with your family. Um, getting lots of downtime, getting to relax and just enjoying your loved ones. Um, I wanted to do this show as you can tell by the title, this is a Jim Harbaugh special. Uh, there's a lot of information, um, some of the factual, some of the kind of rumors and innuendo uh, floating around out there about Jim Harbaugh. Um, And it's kind of raising questions about whether or not the Chargers can actually get this done. Are they really interested? Is Harbaugh interested? Can this happen? Um, And I believe it can happen and I believe it will happen. Um, But what I wanted to do was kind of have one place to collect all of the Jim Harbaugh news, all of the rumors, all of the speculation, all of the rumors and innuendo, if you will, um, so that we can put everything into context, kind of make sense of it, and then have you guys draw your own conclusions about whether or not you think the Chargers can get this done or if they're even interested. Um, so there's a lot, like I said, a lot floating around. I thought the best place to start would be the contract offers that Michigan made to Jim Harbaugh. Um and the reason that I wanted to start there was because what as you may or may not know, um Michigan has had has made two offers, contract offers to Jim Harbaugh extensions. Um <clears throat> in the last two or three weeks with the most recent one coming um in the last week or so. And I wanted to kind of talk about the terms the money, the special um, stipulation they wanted to put in the contract to kind of put put it into perspective of why did Michigan make the offer? How and why did the news get leaked? Who does it benefit that the news le- got leaked? Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about why Michigan wants to keep Harbaugh and why they would even put something in his contract saying he could leave after next year. Uh, talk a little bit about why Harbaugh might be looking to leave Michigan and come to the NFL. Why he might be looking to come to the Chargers, um, <clears throat> kind of the the where and why of it all, so that everybody can kind of make sense of it for themselves. So let's start with the offers. I think this is the best starting point because this is based on the reporting. This is the one; these are the two things that we absolutely know as fact. One. About two or three weeks ago, a story was leaked that Jim Harbaugh was offered a five year, $55 million contract extension from Michigan. Um, They were reportedly deep in contract extension talks, and they tried to have Harbaugh sign something saying he would not take an NFL job this hiring cycle. Um, Then, within the last week or so, a second offer was leaked. That offer, That offer was 10 years, $125 million. And again, a clause in the contract saying that Jim Harbaugh would not take an NFL job this hiring cycle. So what what do those offers mean? What do they mean for Michigan? What do they mean for Jim Harbaugh? Uh, you know, for me, uh, we know Michigan has some issues coming down the pike, right? There's the cheating scandal, Um We can be pretty sure that there will be some form or fashion of of, um, sanctions coming down from the NCAA. We don't know what that looks like, but there's a lot of ways they could hurt Michigan with those sanctions. Um, They could ban them from playing bowl games. They could ban them from the college football championship for a number of years. They could take scholarships away. Um, There's lots of things they could do. Um, I doubt they'll give Michigan the death penalty because they need Michigan to be good and relevant for the health of the game. Um, but there's lots of things they can do. And because of those things are lingering and we don't know what they look like, that could obviously impact recruiting that could lead to kids transferring. They're talking about 15 to 20 current Michigan players possibly being in the draft this year. <clears throat> if that's the case, if they lose 15 to 20 kids, Who's to say the remaining kids don't transfer to other schools, not knowing what's going to happen with the sanctions. Lots of things up in the air there. So it makes sense. Number one, you Michigan wants Jim there. They need that stability. They need to be able to point to it and say, no matter what happens, Jim Harbaugh is our head coach. So that's the first thing. Second thing is it behooves Michigan to put it out there early in the process that they're doing everything they can to extend Jim Harbaugh why cuz they need to keep those boosters happy they need to keep their student body happy they need to keep the fans happy and they need to be they need to be known that they went out of their way to keep him in, in Ann Arbor um so it makes sense that they want that to get out there so that's that's one reason why with those offers, you know, you could see them kind of bookending those offers and Michigan putting it out there that, hey, we gave him a short-term offer. Then we gave him a longer-term offer for more money per year. All we wanted him to do was stay here for an extra year, guarantee that he wouldn't go in for a year before signing it, and he wouldn't even do that. So we did everything we could. So that kind of makes sense why Michigan would put that out there. Then you look at it from Harbaugh's perspective, right? That first offer goes out, he leaks it. Hey, starting price, 11 million bucks. And I'm not signing this, this deal saying that I can't take a take a con, an NFL deal, an NFL coaching job this off season. I'm not signing that. Then the second offer comes out. And to me... This is where it starts to get interesting because we know the Chargers have interest. We know they've had com- they've been having conversations with Jim Harbaugh really since week two of the NFL season, and they talked to him again as recently as after Brandon Staley got fired. We're assuming that some numbers have been discussed. We don't know what that looks like. We don't have any contract information, so any, any talk of that in this is going to be speculation, and we will get to that, but uh, no hard facts on that, so I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know what the deal looks like. I can speculate, and we will. Uh, but we'll get there. Um, but right now, without knowing what the charters have offered, this really looks like a situation where Michigan is bidding against itself, like they're getting desperate and they're they're kind of throwing shit against the wall to see what sticks. And that kind of tells me that they don't think Jim is coming back. And now you start looking at why wouldn't Jim take those deals if he wanted to go back? This is a guy who talks about having his team, quote unquote, win the day every day. That's his focus. This guy is obsessive about football, obsessive about winning, highly organized, highly driven. They've already dealt with the distraction of... The investigation and him getting suspended during the season. You would think leading into the college football playoffs, if he wanted to go back to Michigan, he would have already signed one of those deals. But he hasn't. And that to me is pretty telling because Michigan's his alma mater. He's rebuilt that program. People are assuming he's going to go back. But you know what? Why wouldn't you just sign the deal if he was going to go back? Now he could be, you know, playing his cards and trying to see how much more he can get out of Michigan. And I get that, but I really believe that he's already made up his mind that he's leaving. I think he's kind of looking at the cards that have been dealt. He knows there are sanctions coming and he's looking at it from a standpoint of if I'm going to get out, I got to get out while the getting's good. And he sees a team that has Justin Herbert, a team that has Rashawn Slater. Um, And I'm sure there are other pieces there that he's confident he can build a winning team around. Um, So to me, the longer it goes without him signing those contracts, the less likely it is that he's going to return to Michigan. And the question is, which job is he focused on? You know, there are really like four or five jobs that are available right now or expected to be available right now. Um, with all with different levels of interest, right? You know, people have talked about the bears cause he played for the bears. Um, there are rumors he doesn't get along with the owner. Um, you know, there've been long-standing problems with the front office. Uh, they're going to have a lot of draft capital and they're going to have a lot of cap space. So that makes them interesting, but they don't have the quarterback in place and there's no guarantee they're going to get it right. Uh, you look at the Raiders, they're going to have some cap space. Um, they're probably not going to have as much draft capital as the Bears. They're probably going to be picking middle of the round, maybe later, based on the way their season's finishing up. They don't have a quarterback. The Raiders are already paying two head coaches not to coach their team, and Josh McDaniels and John Gruden. Are they now going to go out and pay fifteen to $20 million for Jim Harbaugh? I kind of find it hard to believe that's the case, and even if so, they're a mess. So is that job that interesting? You've got Carolina a wealthy owner, a quarterback in place that they just drafted last year who's having a pretty miserable rookie season? Is he the answer? Maybe, maybe not. Does Harbaugh want to tie his NFL legacy to Bryce Young? I'm thinking probably not. You've got Washington. Are they interesting? Maybe. They don't have a quarterback, a wealthy owner. They've been a mess for a long time. I don't know how interesting that job is. So to me, if you're looking at the Chargers, you're looking at Washington, Carolina, Chicago, LA, or uh, Oakland. Um, to me, the Chargers are the most interesting just because you know you've got your quarterback. You know you've got your left tackle. And there are other pieces on that roster who I'm, I'm sure Jim Harbaugh is going to look at and think that he can rehabilitate them. So out of those five jobs, the Chargers are probably the most interesting job. Um, so that that kind of brings us to the next question. How soon can the chargers sign Jim Harbaugh? People have been asking me on Twitter, Can they sign him before the end of the season? Technically, yes, Jim Harbaugh is not employed by an n f l team they could offer they could technically offer him a deal tomorrow and sign him and have him coach the rest of the season if they wanted to um without facing any kind of penalties or anything like that or fines or losing draft capital. But here's the thing. They've been talking about catching about casting, excuse me, a wide net, but wanting to talk to as many people as they can. And while I want them to hire Jim Harbaugh and while I think they will hire Jim Harbaugh, here's the thing. They need to talk to as many people as they can. They need to get some assistance in from Dallas from Philadelphia, from Baltimore, from the Niners, maybe from Seattle. Um, you know, the Lions, to a lesser extent, they've had a shorter run of success. But you get my point, the Steelers. There are a lot of teams that have had a lot of success, and they've been stable for a long time, something the Chargers haven't had. I think it's important that they cast that wide net. They talk to as many people as they can. Not just about what kind of personnel changes they need to be made, not just about what kind of schematic changes need to be made, but most importantly, what kind of structure they need, infrastructure they need in the front office, in the coaching staff, to start developing their own level of stability. Because you can't have success without stability. And right now they have no stability. They've been jumping from head coach to head coach, which all those guys need to be fired because they were not very good at their jobs. but. As they jump from coach to coach, as they change from scheme to scheme, and now from general manager to general manager, there's no stability. So they need to kind of settle things down and figure out how they can promote that stability. And that, to me, is the most important part of this interview process. Even if you're pretty sure going in you're going to hire Jim Harbaugh, you want to gather as much data, as much information as you can from franchises that always seem to win no matter what their roster looks like so that you can start to figure out how you can duplicate that on your end, how you can mimic their success. Because that is the secret to success. Oh, I'll throw the Chiefs in there too. Another organization they should probably be talking to people from. And if they want to cast that wide net, and they want to talk to these teams, pretty much all of whom are going to be in the playoffs, they can't talk to any of those people until after the divisional round of the playoffs are over. Last year it was after the, the wild card. Now it's after the divisional round. So with that being the case, could they kind of put together a sham interview process, interview Derek Ansley, interview Jim Harbaugh, and hire Harbaugh? Sure, they could. But they probably won't, and they shouldn't. They should be gathering information. Interviews are, are a tool for gathering information, both for the employer and for the employee. I've always said that. And that's why they need to use this opportunity to gather information from the successful organizations in the league before they hire Jim Harbaugh. They still need to hire him, but they need to gather information so that they can put a plan in place to make him successful and build around him for the next five or six years, hopefully, if not more. So they probably will not sign him until after the Super Bowl. That's my guess. He's got the college football playoffs. He's certainly hoping to have more than one game in the college football playoffs. They've got to interview more people. They can't, they can't interview anybody in person until after the divisional round. It makes sense to stretch things out a little bit and wait so that they can hire him before the end of the year, but I would not expect that to happen, and it probably shouldn't happen either. Um, so let's talk a little bit about, will Jim Harbaugh leave? Does he want to leave? Why would he leave? Diana Rossini says he wants to leave. And what we're going to do is we're going to play a clip of her sharing that information right now. But Jim Harbaugh wants to come back to the NFL. I can tell you that I've had numerous discussions this entire season about, he wants to come back to the NFL and coach, but he is smart and he's been in positions where he hasn't had a quarterback and he's been positions where he has. And if you, you look at all the teams, all the openings that are going to be out there. The charter situation sounds the best; it looks the best on paper. You take out some of the roster situations, some of the cap, the the cap problems that they have because they they do have yeah. some money issues in terms of players. Right, the Charger job last year, Colin, was the dream spot. I would say he's almost a year late on it. You yeah, know, that last year would have been the time when he wanted in on it. But that being said, he he's a he's an a talented coach who I believe can get the best out of Justin Herbert. We'll just see. All right. So there you have Diana Rossini saying he wants to come back to the NFL, but why, why does he want to come back to the NFL? Well, he might think he's taken Michigan as far as he can. He's going to lose 15 to 20 kids to the draft. They've got the sanctions coming. He rebuilt his alma mater, put them back on the mat made them relevant again. And now they're probably going to go through a few years of dark times, depending on what the sanctions look like. And I'm speculating here, but it's a reasonable conclusion, right? So he wants to coach in the NFL. He kind of wants to further his legacy in the NFL. He realizes that Michigan's in trouble. um, And I think, We've we've heard reporting that he absolutely loves Justin Herbert. Uh, He also told the Spanoses when they spoke after Week Two that he's tired of the NCAA. He's tired of the restrictions. He's tired of the rules and regulations. Tired of being babysat. He just wants to coach football. Um, And I think you know you look at the Chargers' job with Justin Herbert in LA, new facility, uh, training facility. I think there's a lot of allure to that, right? So to me. I think he does want to come and I think he's indicating that he does want to come to the NFL based on the fact that he has not accepted two outstanding offers from Michigan. And the longer he doesn't take those, the less likely I think he is to take them. So my guess is he does want to leave Michigan. He does want to come to the NFL and he's waiting to see how that plays out with the chargers. Uh, Are the chargers serious about Jim Harbaugh? I believe they are. And I think they've kind of been leaving breadcrumbs for us, right? Uh, Dean, Dean Spanos in his, his statement after uh, firing Brandon Staley and Tom Telesco said that they weren't where they wanted to be on the field. He said that he felt like the Chargers fans deserved and had earned more from the organization. Things that we really haven't heard him say Uh, about a week ago. John Spanos spoke to the media. They they've both talked about reimagining how they do things, how they hire coaches, how they hire GMs, what they want the, the organization to look like internally, what they want the organization to look like on the field. Um, and something that we've heard a lot of in the last couple of weeks, they're very sensitive to the idea that they're cheap. Now, I've, lo- I've always said they are not cheap with players. They pretty much always spend to the cap. And this year they restructured a bunch of people. They spent the cap and they spent a lot of new money on players. Um, And they've, they've really done that since Brandon Staley got here um, since they hired him. They felt like hiring Brandon Staley wasn't the cheap move. It was the aggressive move because the Eagles wanted to hire him. Um, And they feel like they are misbranded as being cheap with coaches. You know, they're saying, well, we spent on players. We're building this new training facility. How can you call us cheap? We're not cheap. I think they're tired of being a joke. And I think their comments indicate they're tired of being a joke. They want to be taken seriously and they don't want to be seen as cheap. And I think they want to win. I think they're tired of being mediocre, tired of eking out eight, nine win seasons. They want to be among the elite. They want to be taken seriously. They want to be a Super Bowl contender and they can't do that the way they've been doing things. And I think they know that. And that's why I think they're serious about Jim Harbaugh and why I think they're going to make him a serious offer. Now, what does that look like? What does a serious offer for Jim Harbaugh looks like? So we know he's had two offers on the table from Michigan, five years, 55 million, 10 years, 125 million. So you can reasonably assume any NFL contract is going to start at 13 million with the absolute basement, and that's probably not enough. I think you're probably looking at 15 to 17 million dollars a year. That's my guess. I don't think he pushes 20. Probably caps out at about 17. But let's say, for the sake of argument, and again, speculation, I don't have anything. I don't have any numbers from anybody. This is just me kind of reading the tea leaves. Um, in my opinion. I think you're looking at six years as kind of the starting point. The Chargers normally sign four-year deals with their head coaches. They're normally signing first-time head coaches. I don't think you get Jim Harbaugh away from Michigan for four years. So I think you're starting at six years. It could go as high as seven or eight. Starting at six, 15 million a year. That's my guess of where the starting point is. So starting point, six years, 90 million. You could be looking at, as much as six or seven years, a hundred million, just depending on how things shake out. So I think that's your range. I think that's your range. I don't think he gets 10 million from the Chargers. I'm not even I'm sorry, 10 years from the Chargers. I'm not even sure he wants 10 years. He probably wants a little more flexibility than that. So somewhere in that six to eight year range makes sense to me. So that's what I think it looks like. Will they give him power? I think you're probably looking at Jim Harbaugh being hired first and having a whole lot of input into who the GM is. That's my guess. I think that's the way it's going to go. I think that's probably the way it should go. You basically let him handpick his general manager, somebody that he knows he can trust, who he can work with, and get shit done. And I think that's the way it goes. Will it happen? I think it will. And that's a difficult thing for me to say, because to me, this is the right thing. This is the way it needs to go. It has to happen, in my opinion, in order for them to be successful. We've heard talk about Belichick. I don't think Belichick's a real option. I'm not sure how interested he is, and we've heard from Garrett's guy that the Chargers have not expressed any interest in him. So I'm not sure Belichick is an option. I think Harbaugh is the guy. I think they're 100% focused on him. They're going to interview a bunch of people, gather information, hire Harbaugh. And like I said, This is a hard thing for me to say. You've heard me many times criticize John Spanos. I think he's pretty much useless. I have so little faith in him as a football person that it's hard for me to look at the situation and say, he's going to get this done. I have faith. But I think it's all but teed up for him. And I think as long as he's willing to give up that power, which again, I don't think you have the conversations unless you are, I think this gets done. I think Dean wants to win. He wants to be taken seriously in LA. And I think they're going to push to get this done. And I think it does get done. I'm going to leave. I'm going to say right now, 90, 10. That's how confident I am. I'm saying 90, 10. In my opinion, I'm going to leave 10%. That's the John Spanos factor. Should it be higher? Maybe. But like I said, I think this is pretty well teed up for him. So, um I think he's going to hit the I think he's going to knock this one out of the park so to speak. And you know how hard that is to say for me about John Spanos. So that should tell you how confident I am. I think at some point in the next 45 days, Jim Harbaugh will be announced as the Chargers head coach. That's my hope. That is my expectation. I just think there's too many breadcrumbs too much smoke pointing in this direction. The relationship is already there. The conversations have already been had. It's going to happen. That's my expectation. So anyway, that's it. I hope that helped. I hope that kind of helped contextualize and kind of uh, you know wrap all the Jim Harbaugh information in a nice, neat bow and helped you make sense of it. Um, as always, you can reach out on Twitter. I'll answer questions. I'm in the Discord if you're there. Uh, I, we, Garrett and Craig and I all really appreciate the support we've had this year. It's been a great year growing the podcast again on a new network. We've had a lot of success waiting for those year-end numbers. I'm pretty confident we're going to be in the top three or four among NFL podcasts on the new network, which is really exciting. Uh, but anyway, happy, safe new year. Spend lots of time with your family. Hug and kiss your loved ones. Tell them you love them. Have some fun with them. Relax. Get some downtime. And uh, let's start counting the days until Jim Harbaugh is hopefully the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. So thank you, everybody. Happy New Year. And we will see you next time.